Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Quick little post-game talk. I mean, this first half, first half was ugly, to say the least. Ugly. Um... They just the offense was all over the place defensively. The coaching was terrible. I mean, there were just so many plays where there was a guy wide open for you know for for the Raiders, or they were in the wrong spot, or they had to call a timeout because you know they didn't they didn't get in the right position. They just it, it's just it's not what you're looking for. And so um, I was very concerned, very concerned uh, in the first half. But it is what it is. So. Spags, what's up, man? Thanks for uh, thanks for jumping on. Anytime, Pat. Happy to be jumping on. Obviously, it's the first time using it. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool app. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun app. So, but uh, I was just saying, first half was was uh, I was very disappointed, and the game changed really when the Raiders missed that field goal. I mean, it was a pretty short field goal to tie the game. Yeah, uh, and he just shanked it, you know. And that was that was a turning point in the game. Peter scored what twenty six straight points after that. So. Um, yeah, it seems like every every week it's they come out slow and they really can't, you know, there's a key turnover and they really can't break away. But, I mean, their second half adjustments have been, you know, real good lately, the last three weeks really. I mean, what was it, you know, tied up at half for Seattle. What did they have, a three-point lead at half today? And yep. I forget we won, but, um, yeah, I mean. We went was close at half too, yeah. The biggest thing for me is this is how they've won games for really the last year and a half. Like they on that Super Bowl run, they won games like this. The defense dominated. They controlled the game, controlled the clock. Were able to establish a run game. Last year, they tried to win like this. Obviously, they didn't have the guys up front to be able to do that. Now with the, the offensive line healthy, obviously you missed Andrews at Thune. He did a really good job at center today. Hasn't played there, and really, I mean, I know he kind of had some experience in college, but I don't think he's played there for an extended period of time. No. Uh, but they have a quarterback that's okay with winning like this. That's the biggest thing. Yep, that's true. And that's, you know, listen, I mean, I, they looked incredibly shaky at the beginning of the game. I thought they were all over the place getting smoked left and right. Um, and then they really got it together later on in the game, I thought. Uh, I was really happy about that. I had, you know, almost back-to-back two straight terrible tweets. One of them was that, uh, I said that the Bills, it seems, uh, are in fact good, and, and they go on to blow a twenty-eight to three lead. Interesting. Uh, oh, of course, they ended the, the up. The interference call at the end was so bad, though. It was so weak. Bad. It was weak. It was. That it, it was a stupid play by the kid because you're ten yards downfield on fourth yep. down. You got to get yep. your hands off him. It was a bad call in the fact that he was never going to make a play on the ball. No. But you know, from from that corner's perspective, you can't do that. You just you just can't do that. It was a dumb play by him. And so, yes, I don't agree that it was necessarily pass interference, but it was 
you have to, you almost have to throw a flag on that because he's hitting him the whole way, you know, and he just, if he doesn't do that, it's an incomplete pass because he's not getting it. So that was, that was one for me. And look, they come back and win, obviously, but like I said that, and then I said, you know, Sony, I'm like, and you know, like we've gone, we have, I have defended and you've done it too. Like defended Sony against the haters for two straight years. And, you know, today, finally, he looked like crap in the first half. And J.J. Taylor was running hard. And I was like, all right, that's it. Like, I've seen enough. Sony doesn't need to play anymore. And then, of course, he goes off today. He has over 100 yards rushing, two long runs. Uh, you know, it looked pretty good. It looked really good, actually, in that moment. And people were like, oh, you idiot, this and that. And I'm like, people were like, oh, look at this look at this fake fan. And I'm like, dude, really, like, just stop. stop just stop. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. Just, I mean, yeah. It'll be interesting next week, too, because obviously Burkhead's been unbelievable. And I think really the catalyst of that offense – um, yeah. He's yeah. always been underappreciated here, but really the last two weeks, you're not in that Seattle game without him, and you're not winning today without him. He's been unbelievable stepping in. Obviously, he was kind of a hybrid guy. Um, when you know, when you have Sony and you have James White both on the field, he can take some carries. Can also, you know, chip in in the passing game. But he's been fantastic the last two weeks. Obviously, Damian Harris is set to come off IR. So hey, if they can get four backs like this going, obviously, I think. Um, if Sony's still getting the carries, he has, you know, usually has, what did he have, nine today? So, I mean, not too many, but he's still getting time. I think right. we'll probably see J.J. Taylor's time kind of come down a little bit. Um, but, you know, if you can get Burkhead, Harris, White, and, and Michelle all involved, I, they all bring a different type of, you know, dynamic to that offense can certainly help them out like we saw today. I agree. I agree completely. And, and Burkhead, I mean, some of those plays that he made, you know, oh, puking guys, shaking guys. It like, right. really was. It really was. And, and, you know, and even the touchdown that he had, the, the rushing touchdown where he ends up getting hit, you know, he yep. sticks his arm out. And, and look, if they're at the one-inch line, they're probably going to end up scoring anyways. But he stuck his hand out and pushed himself over the goal line before he landed. I mean, that's just great field awareness from him to be able to do that with his offhand, to just push himself that extra six inches to get over the line before he hit the ground. And I just, you know, he just, he looked fantastic today. He's been playing extremely well. But yes, with James White. Now, the question with James White, and we haven't heard, right? What's what's White's mother look like? Where, you know, where is she yep. in this recovery process? Is she in ICU? Is she in a coma? Like, we, no one knows. And, we, and right now, I think no news is good news um, as far as that's concerned, hopefully. Yes. Right? But, you know, but then the question is, he hasn't been back to practice yet, obviously, which is understandable. Does he come back to practice next week? And I think, I think for me, that all depends on what type of shape his mom is in. If his mom starts doing a little bit better and he doesn't have to be at the hospital with her all the time, then I think he'll be back to practice. And if he isn't, you know, if she doesn't start doing better, then I think he could still be out. And, of course, the team is going to give him the time that he needs to deal with, to deal with the situation. And that's obviously more important. But, you know, hopefully she's on the on the road to recovery and he can get back in the mix because obviously he's an important part of the offense. But, you know, it is. It's, it's really interesting to see what they're going to do. When, now, Harris may not necessarily come off of IR. He doesn't have to, but he's eligible to come off of IR this, this week. So it's it will be interesting to see what happens, uh, you know, moving yep. forward as far as, as, far as yeah, running back. Yeah, and, and the other thing, too, I think, yeah. So, you know, obviously switching it over here, defense was, was fantastic. Um, defense was fantastic. Obviously shut down Darren Waller. J- Josh Jacobs really got nothing going. Yeah. 
Jacobs was killing him. Jacobs was killing him early, and that's the thing. You know, the run defense yep. and the pass defense. I think early on struggled, and you know the, the Raiders made some mental mistakes, and you know didn't make some catches and, and made some bad throws, and, and the Patriots defense was getting torched a little bit. They were really getting gashed in the run, I thought. And, you know, that second half comes around, and all of a sudden they're getting the car. They were stopping the run pretty well, um, you know. And so so I was happy about that. I thought uh, Jonathan Jones had an up-and-down game. He got beat quite a few times. But he also made a few nice plays. So it's like, you know, it is what it is. I mean, and Gilmore's looked good, but again, he struggled on a few plays. So it's just like, and you're going to get beat. Like, as a cornerback, you know you're going to get beat. Um, I just feel like they were a little bit less impactful, certainly in the first half. Second half, they just shut them down. They, they yep. clamped down and shut them down. And Waller, you knew, was going to be the emphasis, and they threw everyone at him. Williams had a few shots at him. Gilmore covered him a few times. Phillips was on him once or twice. Duggar took a few shots. So, like, so they mixed it up. They weren't taking just one guy and trying to shut him down. And what do you had one catch, I think, today for like five yards. So they completely yep. erased him. And you could tell that that's what they wanted to do. And then you say, everyone else has to beat us. And Jacobs is good, but you can't you can't win in the NFL just running the ball, you know, unless you can unless you can break off those long runs. But just running the ball with the running back isn't going to cut it. And it didn't today. So, Yeah, I, and, and obviously that defense, I mean, let's be honest, next week's a big test, right? I mean, kind of shifting our focus to, to Kansas City. Yep. Uh, the offense is going to have to be a lot better than they were today. I mean, you know, let's face it, Las Vegas came in 2-0, but, you know, that game last week might have been one of those flukes. I, I mean, I wasn't really – you know, I thought it was a, they were going to be a good team and, and kind of push them for a little bit, but I kind of figured the game would go, right? Like, you know, the Raiders would, would hang around for, for a half or, or, you know, a couple quarters and the Patriots would pull away. Those are the classic – you know, what we saw today was a classic, you know, Bill Belichick type win. We've seen those for the last 20 years. Yep. Next week, they're going to have to bring it, especially offensively. I mean, even if you try to control the clock, if you give the, the Chiefs even 20 to 25 minutes with the ball, they can still throw a 40 on it with how dynamic and how quickly they get upfield, how much team speed they have. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they, how they you know, match up with them. Right. Uh, and the big, the big thing for me is that you cannot play the type of defense you played against Seattle. You can't do it. You know, against the against Seattle, you had man coverage with a single high safety, and you can't do that against Kansas City. They will kill you. They'll kill you. And, and that's, you know, that's where Gilmore's touchdown that he allowed to DK, that's what happened. He had great coverage. But unless you have a guy over the top of Metcalf, he's going to beat you. Now, he had that awful play today where he caught it. I don't know if you saw it. He caught it and then started celebrating at the one-yard line and got and got the ball knocked out of the back of the end zone. Um but, you know, he he just, in that situation, I think uh, it's tough. You know what I mean? It, it, it's tough. So it is what it is. Uh, Spags looks like I got, got booted here. But, um, but you know, it's going to be it's gonna be a real test next week against, against Kansas City. And I think that given everything we've seen, uh, it's going to be a tough game. I don't know how – I don't know how anyone could pick the Patriots in that game. However – you know, if the defense can play the way they played in the second half today, surely Calhoun was all over the field. Chase Winovich had a few really nice plays. You know, they forced a few fumbles from Carr. Uh, obviously, the one in the end zone with, with Calhoun that looked like a safety and, of course, ended up being a fumble recovery in the end zone. Um, you know, it just it's one of those things where I just look at this team and I think you can play with them. If, if the offense and the defense can play the way they played in the second half the whole game, 
next week. Do you have a chance? Now, again, I'm not picking the Patriots to win, obviously, but they at least have a chance. Their offense is dynamic enough. You have Cam Newton there. I think Cam is, uh, you know, is a good enough player to, you know, to get them there. And, and you, you know, you see what Brady's doing today. He's obviously playing great today. Um, but this is a totally different offense than it was last year, you know, and you see today what uh, I think Edelman had two catches, Harry had two catches and Bird had three catches. And beyond that, it was all running backs, no tight ends, no nothing. So, you know, it's a different offense. And then you run for 250 yards. I mean, that's, that's the type of offense that the Patriots are running right now. And so if you can't stop the running against the Patriots, you they can play with anyone. They can play with anyone. And so, and so we'll see. I thought Cam um, looked really shaky in the first half today. Really had that really bad interception. That, I mean, tried to force it to Edelman and it got picked off. And I know he's just trying to extend the play and everything, but like it was bad. And, and Asiasi was wide open too, uh, downfield more further downfield and he just, and he missed them and he just threw it through short to Edelman. It was a really bad interception, but you know, and of course in that situation, the Patriots, um, Patriots went in and, uh, and, and killed him to three, which was huge in that moment. Um, but you know, for me personally, it's, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Bags, you back? I am. I am. Nice. All right, cool. So yeah, so we'll see what happens. Uh... Oh yeah, no worries. We'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see what happens next week. So, but, um, but anyways, listen, the NFL today, wild, by the way, in Spags, before we leave, I, I just, I got to talk about this, the, the Eagles game. I mean, what an absolute disgrace from the Eagles. And, that was one of Big Cat's mortal locks too, over 46. <laughs> I mean, it's just, to, to me, it was just embarrassing. Oh, was 46 was the over? Oh my God. I didn't realize that 46 was the over. That's ridiculous. But. Yes, it was. It was 46. Oh, that's unbelievable. That's unreal. The thing for me is that I've never in my life seen two teams just concede the game. They both were just like, meh, we're just, meh, it's fine. I mean, you have, you know, first you have Philly, who, yes, he had a false start, and it was a stupid play by that guy, and I get it. And 54 yards is a long field goal. I understand. But at least attempt it. Or if you don't want to attempt it and you feel like you can't do it because you don't want to give them the extra 10 yards or whatever, then go for it on fourth down. If you punt it there, you're guaranteed to either lose or tie. Guaranteed. You cannot possibly win if you punt in that situation. So why? So what nope. are you doing in there? And then since then. And that's what I was saying. I was saying, you know, go for it. it right. I mean, just, before the offsides, right? Right. You had 19 seconds left. Go for it. Quick slant. And right. Spike, I mean, right there, you're you're playing for a tie regardless, right? I mean, 100%. I get the 59, like, you know? It was just, it was stupid. And, yeah. then, and then on the Bengals side of it, okay, they go to, they punt. Great. They don't even try to block the punt? I mean, you got to try to block the punt because then the guy calls a fair catch of the 10 and you go and run a draw with no timeouts? What is wrong? I just, it just like to me, and I know there's only 15 seconds of you get no timeouts. I get it. I understand. Like you're, you're like ninety nine percent chance you're not going to score. But what happens if you throw it deep and it's a pass interference? Yep. And now you get a, now you get a thirty five forty yard game. The clock stops. Like, who knows? You know. And, and so to me, I know. I've just I've never I've never in my life seen that. I can't believe that both teams were just willing to take the tie. It was it was embarrassing, and, and it was just one of those things again. 
I understand 54 yard field goal. It's a tough, it's a tough ask. Right. And then you give the ball back to them with, you know, with 15 seconds up, but it's 15 seconds up to get no timeouts. So you're talking about two plays, three plays, but like, it was just, I, I just, I can't, I just can't believe it. I just cannot believe Thank God we have to go through that. that Thank God. I know. I know. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You know, and, and I feel bad for, I feel bad for a guy like Joe Barra, who's in Cincy, who they just. Oh, he's running for his life, man. Stuff, he's so but, talented, just making yeah. plays on his own. And they got yeah. to receive that, that line is just a revolving yeah. door, and he's man. he's got some I, bad plays. Of yeah. course, he's a rookie, yeah. but like, yeah. but he's a great. You've seen some bright spots from him for sure. Right. Right. So. But we'll see. It's you know, yeah, we're not dealing with that with that level of an ineptitude. Thank God. <laughs> and the big thing is the coaching. I mean, that's really the big thing. Is like that's why the first half was so shocking to me because it was like the Patriots were being out coached. They weren't prepared for the game. It almost felt like you know the the defense was making had a bunch of mental errors in a row. They had a long pass play to um, it was a crossing pattern, I think, and I, I think it was to Aguilar. They ran, a, they ran a bunch. I think it was a third down. They ran a bunch with four guys together. They motioned the back out of the backfield. They ran a bunch formation, and then they ran zone man coverage. And then one yep. guy just stood there. One defender just stood there. And it was like, what are you, you're not covering anyone. You're just standing in the middle, not doing anything. And, you know, the guys run across the middle wide open. So it's just it, – it's, it's one of those things where I felt like they were very undisciplined. I mean, they, they burned all three timeouts really quickly, like awfully yeah. quick, you know? And so that's, it, it's just, you know, you, you run into all these issues where you look at it and say, and thank God that, that those things went the way they went because even like the Rex Burkhead play. So Burkhead scores a touchdown on that. I thought when I watched it, I thought he was short. I, I thought for sure he was short, but they called a touchdown on the field, which you should. Anytime it's close, you always call it a touchdown. That way it's an automatic review. But if that had been, say, on fourth down and they called it short, well, the Patriots can't, can't challenge it because they don't have any timeouts. Mm-hmm. You know? and, then the, and then the car fumble in the end zone, now that would obviously ended up being a safety. But if that had been at the one-yard line instead of in the end zone, you don't get to challenge that because you don't have any timeouts. So it's just so like that's some of the stuff where they had to burn those timeouts early because they weren't. I mean, they burned a timeout. They called the timeout in the first play of the second half. They kicked the ball off. They returned it. And on the first play, the Patriots called the timeout. They didn't run a play yet. So that's the stuff you don't ever see from Belichick. And I know, you know, they didn't have an offseason. They didn't have a preseason. They didn't have, you know, they shortened training camp. But, like, still, that's stuff that you do not expect to see out of a Bill Belichick coach team. And so I thought that that was rough. And then they turned it around in the second half. Thank goodness. But, like, it just, it was, uh, I was, I was none too pleased going into, going into halftime. I mean, yeah, but like like I said, we've seen that. You know, they've started slow. It seems like they're right. trying to feel the game out. It takes Cam a little bit to get going. I thought he was okay today. Um, obviously good enough for a win. I think, what was he, maybe 15 for like 23, 175 yards, a touchdown and a pick. I, I could be off on the completions and attempts, but somewhere around there, had 27 yards on uh, rushing. Uh, but, I mean, you know what? Good enough to win. Good enough to win, and obviously the defense dominated. We'll see games like that, but it's good. I mean, three weeks through the season. Your defense has won you two games, and your offense kept you in the other. So uh, right. they can win in any type of game, and they, you know they're going to have to need the offense and the passing attack and all the tricks in the bag uh, for next week as they head to Kansas City. It's true. It's true. Yeah, seventeen for twenty-eight, one sixty-two, and the touchdown of the pick. So okay, you know, look, I mean, it, it could have been worse. It could have been a lot worse. And, and he looked rough at the beginning, but it's not how you start; it's how you end it. So that's you know that to me is 
is really the, the definition of what this team is all about. And they are, they have played very well in the second half of, of every game that they've been in, which is good. It's a good sign, obviously, uh, moving forward. But, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. So uh, I can't say I'm confident going into next week. I was confident about this week. About this week. I felt that the Raiders really, and you, sure. you mentioned yeah, it too about Monday night, you know. But here's the good thing about the Patriots. Now, they, they played uh, Vegas on a short week. Kansas City's playing tomorrow night too. So now they're getting Kansas City on a short week as well. So, uh, and again, Kansas City doesn't yep. have to travel. But even still, you know, Kansas City's still on a short week. So it's not it, – you're getting the best shot you can get, basically. You know, you played a home game. Kansas City's got a Monday night game. And, yes, you're going on the road. But they're going to they're gonna have their best shot that they can to beat, to beat the Chiefs in, in Arrowhead. So, uh, you know, so we'll see. We'll see, man. It'll be certainly be a uh, an interesting game, and, and see how you can match up with. I mean, Seattle can they can put points on the board, and and they can compete with yeah. anybody. But I think when you look across the league and you want to match yourself up against the best team, you look no further than Kansas City, Baltimore, and we'll see. You know those two teams and how they stack up. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. So, so all right, that does it for us. Make sure uh, listen, get on the locker room app if you guys aren't on the locker room app. Get on the locker room app. Uh, we'll be doing our post game show uh, here every week, um, so you know tune in there and you can interact in the discussion board and even even come up and, and talk if you want. So make sure you download that app. It's a cool app. It's gonna be in the app store soon. So, uh, but it's it's pretty sweet. So give it a listen and we'll we'll talk to you guys soon. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical.